This is Hannah and Elisa, and this is Learning the Magic. How was Disney today? It was crowded for a rainy day. Would you like, say it's like normal, like holiday weekend crowded or? Um, we didn't go to Disneyland. We just stayed in DCA. I feel like if all the rides were open, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't feel so busy. Oh. But I will say that the wait times were really low up until we got there, which was like, I think we walked into the parks like close to 10. So from eight to 10, it was like, a like over at DCA, at least it was, you could walk onto a lot of things, but a lot, like, it just made me realize that, especially like in DCA, where there, I feel like more rides are closed down over there than at Disneyland, but mm-hmm. people really, truly go over there a lot of the time to just like hang out and eat and grab drinks. But when you, when the rain's there and you take all that away, there's really just rides. Like you have to go on rides. The wait times are long. We only went on one ride. <laughs> we went on oh Airbus. my gosh. Yeah. It was pretty, pretty long wait. And like, no, like a lot of the line queues are outside. So we're like, no, we don't want to wait out in the rain. So we literally just like hung out. We got, you know, lunch with the hoax and went on aerial with them and kind of just like hung out. Like it wasn't, it wasn't bad, but definitely not like a typical rainy day crowd. Like there was definitely more people there. Oh, that, yeah, because it's a it was a four day weekend for a lot of people, so I I figure there's gonna be a lot of people there, but and like for Enchant, the, the Enchant key was not blocked today. Oh, that's yeah. different. I know. I feel like usually that key is blocked out a lot on holidays. So, did you see that Disney put out what they're expecting is the highest, um, like how highest crowd levels for spring break are? No, they put out that they're expecting March 24th through the 30th to be the highest crowds for like that whole spring break. And uh, that's when we'll be there. So Uh, (laughs) I I turned to Austin. I was like, guess what? uh, The busiest times are going to be at the park. And he went when we're there. So the 24th through the 30th, they're expecting to be the busiest. Yeah, that's a Sunday through uh Saturday. Saturday. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense because a lot of the spring breaks are that week. Yes. So we are flying in the 22nd, which is the Friday. So our first day will be the 23rd. I honestly, all of March is going to be busy and it's, it usually dies down the week after like April, like the week after when is Easter? Easter's on the 31st. Mm-hmm. So like April 8th until May, maybe May. Those are usually like pretty dead weeks ago. It's like always April is because everyone's had their spring breaks by then. Like spring breaks are over by that first week of April. So I believe it. I think all of March is going to be crazy though. Yeah. We, yeah. And it's such a weird time for there to be Easter. But our spring breaks are always the the two weeks prior to Easter. Oh, really? Yep. Hmm. We never we never get Easter like it's like Easter Sunday and then we go to work Monday yeah that's that's pretty normal for us too but I feel like Easter is always much later like later April like mid-April to late April yeah it depends Mm -hmm. yeah it changes every year I never know 
Oh, another another fun thing for March for because uh, everyone's really wanting this news. Uh, Astro Orbiters will be back up March fifteenth. <laughs> Let's see what they did. I wonder if they did anything like aesthetically to it. I think they probably only painted it, or maybe like replaced a few lug nuts. Maybe it doesn't tip anymore. Yeah, I doubt it. It's just gonna be the same pain in the butt ride, just brighter, more vibrant. It's be- it's a beautiful like piece to look at. Yeah, that's about it. Because it's it. so hideous that empty like all the walls up. But I was <sighs> I was really upset because they promised it wouldn't be up until the fall. <laughs> <laughs> really, they said the fall and it's gonna yeah. be up. Yeah, on the wall that's hysterical around astro orbiters it says coming back fall 2024 and i was like maybe they put the wrong wall up maybe that was meant to be over by splash mountain oh maybe (laughs) oops put the wrong wall up hey that's a great transition though let's talk about that news yeah by you have we started the podcast yeah i guess so here we go (laughs) here we are it's just so (laughs) seamless so seamless um so he announced that they're opening in the summer of 2024 the walt disney world right yes so that was that's walt disney world and earlier they were saying late 2024 so we never got like a a fall or a specific date but now they're saying summer yay and i was doing the calculations so walt disney world's splash mountain closed in january of 2023 mm-hmm. disneyland's closed in may of 2023 so disneyland is about four months behind disney world Ooh. so if tiana's bayou opens in june if it's still on that track of like four months behind that would be october for disneyland yeah or if it's late summer like august that would be december disneyland time that would be so cool. But my gut, and actually the one of the reasons why I wanted to do a like conspiracy theory, like quote unquote conspiracy theory episode was because I don't think that it we're going to get it in 2024. I don't think Tiana's Bayou is going to open at Disneyland Resort until 2025. Here's why I'm going to play devil's advocate. And I kind of was thinking about this today because... Here's why I think everything got moved up for Walt Disney World and why I think it'll get moved up for us, too. For one, the outside of the ride is built. Like, they didn't Mm -hmm. have to do much to the outside. So everything is indoors. They're not going to have, like, the weather, the crazy weather um, pushbacks, like, say, Toontown had or, like, an outdoor ride might have, you know? Yeah. So Mm -hmm. everything is indoors so they really don't have – I don't foresee a lot of, you know, weather delays or – any type of delays that would affect maybe like a different type of ride, like maybe like a big thunder or like more of an outdoor ride. So that's true. That's why I think it's, and again, I think they overshot the time because the animatronics, like that is probably the biggest thing is like making sure all the animatronics work. They made new animatronics. And from what we've seen, like little sneak peeks, they're really detailed and really intricate. So I think they gave themselves more time in case that type of stuff got delayed but I think things are running smoothly and they're if anything Disneyland like they're gonna already have the kinks figured out from Disney World Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know my gut gut. think about it they just have to like duplicate everything like okay this is how this works copy paste (laughs) yeah but what if like there's issues 
And then they're like, oh, we need to fix that for Disneyland. I think it's like Magic Kingdom's like Walt Disney World has become like the test bed. Yeah. And we're and that so that's like good for us, right? Cuz that mm-hmm. means like we're we're not going to start out with any of those kinks cuz they're going to fix it right away. But they but... already have the water flowing. So I think that the Do they fact... really? Yeah. Well, no, no, not oh, at Disneyland. Disney oh, World. At Disney World. Yeah. Disney World the water is flowing. So I feel like the ride is going to they're going to obviously test it out like at clo- like during closing time and like, you know, all that. Like they're going to like figure it out. Honestly, it's the same ride. Like yes. nothing has been drastically changed except for the aesthetics. And maybe, I don't know if they're changing the logs that we're sitting in a little bit. I can't imagine them getting brand new ones. That would be like, maybe just add some stuff to it. I, have no I don't know. People's logs were uh, flooding towards the end of Splash Mountain's day. Yeah. But so... like the Walt Disney World ones, they're like the side by side. Oh yeah theirs is way better than our so seats. I wonder but like they I don't think ours could unless they redid the whole thing you know what I mean like that wouldn't fit in ours no they would have to widen the track yeah they would have to like double the width of the track there's no way we're there's gonna have not the same yeah so vehicle. yeah that's what I'm saying like it's the the longevity of this ride like the duration of like you know the transformation from Splash to Tiana is heavily on animatronics and that kind of stuff so i i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna bet against you and i'm gonna say our (laughs) tiana ride will be open by december by december 2020 i say 2025 i will buy you a cold brew the next time in 2025 i'll buy you a cold (laughs) brew if it opens before 2025 you can buy me one sooner if we're at the parks and it's been announced (laughs) okay okay (laughs) and then i will buy you A mint julep and a bag of beignets. Yeah. Deal. Yeah. You guys heard it here first. Yes, you did. Yeah. I just, I like when we were walking around the park for Gumball Rally weekend, I was like, I just don't, my gut's telling me don't expect this to open in 2025. 2024, you mean? Or no, yeah, not until 2025. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. But yeah. our, I, I'm wondering if we should do something for, like, if we should have a Podcast Mics for Magic re-meetup. That would be fun. For the opening day, if we could figure that out. Yeah. I love that. Who wouldn't jump on that? Maybe. If we oh. if we get, like, a good enough, you know, heads up, of course, that people can plan. Because we did have a lot of people come from further away. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like if we get a date... I mean, look how we got a date pretty far in advance for Walt Disney World, so. Well, and not even, but we don't even have a date. We just have a time frame. We have a three-month window. <laughs> yeah, so they can say, you know, winter 2024 yes. for us. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I would just assume that they're pretty far along if they're already starting, like, Haunted Mansion. Yeah, that's true. But also, that's what they did with submarines, too. They kept saying fall of whatever year and it just got kept getting pushed back because no one cared no one (laughs) (laughs) just kidding those of you who love that ride i get the nostalgia of it i've never met someone that said they love finding nemo the the nemo because no one will admit it outwardly but you know that they're out there are you out there are you tell us blink twice blink twice (laughs) if you're a submarines fan Okay, more news. There's a lot of like tiny little news segments for this week. So Shop Disney was rebranded back to the Disney store. 
I think that's hysterical. This was another, okay, this was something I was trying to dig into to figure out what, like, if there's a conspiracy behind this one for the episode. It's, it's literally like Toys R Us. Like, they make this big old hoopla about Toys R Us shutting down and, like, all of our childhoods are now over, you know, mentally from this. And then they, like, open them back up into Macy's. Yes. Like, don't yeah. tug at our heartstrings like that and then put it back in something so silly, like a Macy's. And, like, this, it's, like, just online. Like, no. Like, the Disney store is in person. Like, you, that is its own thing. Now you're just going to make it only online? Like, please. It's yeah. literally just the online. I'm sorry. Yes, but I'm even so- online, <laughs> online, it used to be the Disney store, too. And they changed it in 2017 to Shop Disney. So yeah. it's weird that five years later, they changed it back to the Disney store. It reminds me of the Office episode with Michael and Jan. Snip, snap, snip, snap. <laughs> Yeah, it just didn't make it didn't make any sense. Like I I was digging into like what's the reasoning and I couldn't find any like anything to even like <laughs> fuel a fire of a, a weird rumor for why. I don't know. It was weird. I want to know. I want to know too. If you know, tell us. Yeah, we want to know. <laughs> we need we need a lot of feedback this episode. Please. Even if it even if it's not true, get just tell us something interesting. I'm here yeah. for it make up a story make up a good one yeah and then I think the other well I think probably the biggest thing biggest two things we say for last uh Star Wars night ticket sales are this week are they yes so am I not remembering or did they not give a date they gave a date in the article so when they posted it on Instagram they said ticket dates coming soon Uh uh-huh but if you looked in the article it had all of the dates in the article. And I was like, why is why is it being oh. so weird on social media? Interesting. Okay, because, yeah, I'm not one to read lengthy articles or captions. So, yeah. I, it's just like, oh, they'll tell us. They'll tell us so, when I report. <laughs> no. So, in the Inspire Key opens Tuesday, February 20th. So, when this airs, Inspire Key holders could have bought their tickets yesterday. Wait, Inspire and- only? inspire only yes is that they've never done that before no that's a new thing and i'm actually really happy that they've actually finally given like a perk to the highest yeah that's crazy so not even like a magic key day they do so on when this airs the 21st will be all the other magic key holders is when ticket sales open today the 21st of february aka my birthday (gasps) no (laughs) wait why do i have your birthday in my head as a march 21st no homie it's february 21st me and jennifer love hewitt have the same birthday i literally have it written out on my calendar on our family calendar downstairs (laughs) that your birthday is march 21st i don't even know how old i'm turning i think i'm turning 38 i think i'm turning Stopped. I lie so much about my age. I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. What were we talking about before? Okay. Oh, the Star Wars night. Yes, yeah, Star Wars night. So all the other magic keys starting on the 21st <laughs> can buy their Star Wars night tickets. And then general admission starts on Friday. So magic key holders get three days before general admission. So inspire gets tuesday yes 
all magic keys get Wednesday and Thursday and Thursday. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. you would assume that they're going to be open. Yeah. And then Friday is general public. Yes. So once it opens for your tier, it'll always be open until there's no tickets that are available. During don't pre sale. Correct. Yeah. So don't get worried if, like, oh, they <laughs> all of the Star Wars night tickets sold out for Magic Keys. They're going to have a separate pool that opens up for the general admission on Friday. So just because yeah. they sell it for Magic Keys doesn't mean it's sold out for everyone. And I think I, okay, here's the thing. I don't think they're all, they added so many more days than they have done previously. But what I think they're doing is giving Inspire and Magic Key holders like first dibs at, are, oh no, they're not having a May 4th one. But like first dibs on like those special closer to May 4th day, mm-hmm. I think personally, that's what I think. But. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's true. Because we're, didn't you say we were looking at the calendar and they didn't have a May 4th, an actual yeah, May 4th? Correct. And we thought that was super weird. They have a 6th and a 7th, or sorry, a 7th and a 9th. And I think too, like it's the people, a lot of people want to go on May 4th and not like an after dark. They just want to be at the parks and like do the lightsaber meetup and like do all that. And that's what I figured. I was like, Disney would probably be making a lot of people upset yeah. if they did a May 4th fourth mm-hmm. but they did a may 4th in the past and they do like sweethearts night on valentine's day so i don't maybe know they got was... a lot of pushback maybe being like your ex you're like pushing out a lot of other people that can't make it mm-hmm. mm, maybe i'm guessing a lot of couples don't want to go to disneyland for valentine's day anyways yeah probably i mean i would but now that we if have you're... kids it's like you know you want to spend it with them too so that's true. Yeah. yeah. So if you need any help, let me know because I'm already going to be on there buying some for some for some clients. So and I have a magic key, so I get in there early. Oh, that's cool. Yes. So Fun. it'll be nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mel, who is the magic RN on Instagram, she is going to Star Wars night this year, and she said she would do a trip re- recap for us for the podcast too. Fun. Okay. Cool. And then I think the moment we've all been waiting for. <laughs> the wooden the wooden fine news the wooden fine news i'm so excited for this festival it's the best it's yeah. the best one so wood food and wine is <laughs> runs from the 1st of march to the 22nd of april and just like the other food festivals you can get a sip and savor pass something that's new with this year's festival is you can get a four tab fat pass yes or an eight tab pass we don't know the prices of those yet yeah but but once we do find out we'll let you know we'll let you know what you need to if you're going to get a sip and savor pass what you should use your tabs on because they're when you do the calculations mm -hmm, yeah the price breakdown to make sure you're getting your money's worth for those tabs there is over 80 new items most of them are alcohol yeah yeah that's very true yeah and then also with the wooden find, Soren over California comes back. That's, that's only so that's only one set of applause. Yeah, it's okay. Other people are applauding right now. You just <laughs> do you have the foodie guide up? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have my laptop out though today, so because I feel like when I try doing the googling and all that, I kick myself out. Um, okay, so I have a funny story about the tabs. And so the Lunar New Year festival, the food festival, 
was the first to have the option. Well, I don't think it was the option. They were going to try and do, well, they did, the tabless sip and saver. Okay. Okay. Because they did that with the Lunar New Year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lunar New Year. So that's where they, they started it with this. Okay. They have had, they had so many glitches with it. Like, so I had a friend who had the, you know, the digital pass like it's like you still get the pass but it doesn't have tabs on it right like it has like the little qr code or whatever yes or like on your phone like you have to pull it up so she had that and like the systems kept going down so like anyone who had that food sip and saver like couldn't get their food a lot of the days or like a portion of the day and so they went back to the tabs i don't know if you noticed people like sharing on instagram with the tabs so the tabs or the tabless sip and sabers like we're not where it's at oh really we had we had no problems with our tabless one because well the one we got it was you took off a sticker on the back and it had a code so they would scan your pass yeah. and then you put the code <laughs> in and so that was yeah. what was not working yeah so like they couldn't scan anything so people one of uh like this girl I follow she was so upset and I was reading through the comments and it was like a lot of people it happened to like a lot of people all right the food and wine festival 2024 or as Hannah has uh newly named it over the past year wood and fine um it kicks off March 1st and it will extend all the way through April 22nd and Hannah you will be there for this yes I will Okay, so there is a ton, like Hannah mentioned before, there are so many new things. I'm just going to go over a few per, most of them are going to be alcoholic beverages. I'm not going to go over all those. Remember, alcoholic beverages, you cannot yeah. use the tabs for. Yeah, so that's why I'm just going to kind of breeze over that. So again, if you um, haven't been before, this all takes place at Disney California Adventure, but they have some things sprinkled throughout downtown Disney and at the on-property resorts. So something new over at California Craft Brews that I think is going to be a hit is the Cheeseburger Bow Mm. with Thousand Island Dressing. It looks so cute. It looks so scrumptious. And then... There is a brand new s'more caramel tart over there as well. So and that's something out. that that Disney is pushing out. So I think Disney really wants that to be like a popular one. The s'more caramel tart. Yeah, it looks I've, so good. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and then literally everything else new at that cart is all alcohol. And then at every single booth, you'll be able to get um, the stainless steel. Seamless fluted dragonfly glass and Mm -hmm. the, um, there's like a, the same thing, but it's like a fluted jade glass. I don't see any pictures of it. Oh wait, no, these are not pictures of it. So something fun, um, at Cluckadoodle Moo, (laughs) I love the names of these. One of the new items is a cheese pizza flavored wing with ranch dip. You know, I'm going to try that because I love anything dipped in ranch. And then they have this super cute little barbecue beef brisket slider. That looks yummy. And that's new as well. A couple new alcoholic beverages. And then over at Delish, um, a new item that they have over there. An olive oil cake glazed with lemon curd topped with vanilla bean chant- chantilly. 
and they have like little lemons on it. So lemons, little lemons. And were you the one that liked the uh, Cabanera garlic mac and cheese from this one? That was the one that it was like you really wanted to like it, but yeah, okay. Because I remember you did try that. That Yes. No, our favorite item is at Garlic Kiss, and it's coming back. It's the steak with mashed potatoes oh that's right yeah that's what you loved Mm -hmm. um over at earth eats there are two new impossible which are the meatless options two new impossible dishes so one is an an impossible chicken parm like their bites and then another one is impossible beef stroganoff so hannah and i really like the impossible um so okay so i think i like the impossible stuff my husband's not the biggest fan but i think if it's flavored you know well with other things i think it's it's pretty yummy um and as hannah has mentioned garlic kissed there are no new items at this booth but you can still enjoy everything from last year that's Uh, because that's the best booth and they don't need to change anything they don't it's amazing the grilled top sirloin with roasted garlic gruyere mashed potatoes. I'd probably. Uh, um, and then did you have the guava uh, leche mule? No, I think that's new. They no, had a. That's it's not, not new. No. No, the one the drink that we got from there last year. I was trying to find my little booklet from the wood and fine for 2023 and I couldn't find it anywhere but it was so good like my husband and I along with my mother-in-law would keep going back to that booth and getting that drink and it and it's not back wasn't it purple or like a blue color it it was like a purple yeah it was kind of like an indigo kind of like yeah yeah and it had a flower on top of it and they and they don't have it this year and yeah I'm going again with my mother-in-law and she is gonna be super upset when she realizes well, that drink is gone maybe you can ask and like see if they have it anywhere else or if like maybe lamplight can make it you know Ooh, yeah That's um, and then over at golden dreams there is a frozen old-fashioned non-alcoholic bourbon flavored ice cream um that's new and then a fig matcha latte and a peach cobbler cocktail so those are like all the I think it's like all drinks. The frozen old fashioned is like a, it looks like a ice cream bar on a stick. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Let us know. <laughs> and then over at LA style, there is a brand new carnita style pork belly and then a Baja style fish taco plant-based. Ooh, I might have to try that. That sounds safe for me. That sounds um, safe. <laughs> I think I can I can eat that. And then what everyone is super excited for, like legit, just can't wait. I've seen all things on this at Nuts About Cheese. Um, they have the Mickey shaped macaron, the Snicker one. Oh but yeah, that's a crowd favorite. It looks like the way that they have it pictured, it's like a big one and then two little. Or, like, four little ones, like, to make it look. It They have it shaped like a Mickey head. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, are they going to, is it going to come with, like, two little ones and then a big one? Because that's what the picture looks like. Oh, I don't know. Last year, this is the Snicker one, right? Yeah, the Snicker. Macaron. Yeah. It was just one last year, so I can't imagine that they would change oh, that. This picture is deceiving. I never tried it last year, so I definitely want to get it. Oh, another, well, 
two new things at that booth will be the barbecue pulled pork mac and cheese and then uh pb and j whiskey shake gross i know i don't whiskey and dairy does not sound very appealing and but let us peanut, know and peanut butter and jelly like ugh. yeah no. know about that uh, you know i'm gonna take people's word for that um, over at Peppers Caliente is a brand new shrimp Papa's Locas. I will not be eating that due to my shrimp allergy. That's the only new item there. Uncourt California has a bunch of new alcoholic beverages, but they also have a raspberry almond cake that is new. So if you, you know, want to pair your champagne with a little raspberry almond cake, that sounds wonderful. Other locations throughout the uh, Disney California Adventure Park, over at Award Wieners, they have a sangria, boardwalk pizza and pasta. They have a barbecue chicken pizza and then a no-bake peanut butter salted pretzel cheesecake. That sounds good. Ooh, cappuccino cart. Here we go, you guys. The chocolate (laughs) espresso loaf. Hopefully it looks like the picture this time. And a honeydew milk tea. Uh, Clarabelle's hand-scooped ice cream. They're going to have a butter cake a la mode. And at Cochina Cuca, wait, Cocina. Cocina <laughs> <laughs> Cuca Manga. They just are going to have all their returning yummy drinks, but there will be, um... oh no, that's not new. They, they have like little flights, but those aren't new. Hollywood Lounge, they are going to have um, something new over there is the chicken lollipop. <laughs> it's beer brine chicken with poblano mashed potatoes and caramelized fennel and fried carrots. That sounds really fun and then a bunch of new drinks over there lamplight lounge uh they have a new surf and turf and some cute little strawberry shortcake donuts i'm trying to find i'm gonna scroll down a little bit trying to find the new churros let's see oh yeah it should be towards the end yeah, Smoke Jumpers is going to have pastrami fries. If you like pastrami, it looks so yummy. I'm not a big pastrami person, but the, it looks really good. Okay, here we go. Are you guys ready for churros? Ready for churros. My mouth is watering. These pictures are incredible. Okay, churros at Hollywood Land. Now, this is also going to be available March 1st through April April 22nd. Cannoli churro. Cannoli oh. churro. Churro rolled in cinnamon sugar topped with cannoli cream, chocolate chips, and puff pastry. It Ooh. looks decadent. Sign That's going to be good. And that set the churros at Hollywood Land. Churros there, Goofies. Yeah, that looks good. Churros. Churro, churros. Goodness. <laughs> churros near Goofy Sky School. Um, they are going to have a spiced shortbread churro with a uh, mm. cookie butter drizzle. Looks decadent. And then at Senor Buzz Churros, an unforgettable bean bong churro, shortbread cookie sugar, strawberry jelly sprinkled with icing. I don't know about that one. Let us know. And then at Willie's Churros, butterscotch banana churro. So it's going to be a churro rolled in banana sugar topped with butterscotch icing. Nope. Scotch drops and banana chip crumble. Don't like that. You know what? I was there today and I wanted to get the carrot cake one because I feel like Willie's does not disappoint, but I don't know about this one. I'm going to obviously try it because I just. Uh, for science. Churros. Yeah, for science. But for anyway, <laughs> there's a ton of stuff you can get throughout downtown Disney. Also, 
won't go into details about that, but let us know what you try and we can't wait to try things ourselves and to share it with you guys. Yes. Because I'll be going a few times in March. So I'll definitely try to get something different each time. My dream is to be there like the day before and be able to, you know, they do like the soft opening. Oh, yeah, they do do that sometimes. That would be my dream. Okay, are we ready to get into conspiracy theories? Yeah, but wait, why did I? Okay, so. talk about what we're going to do and I'm going to re- my stuff up <laughs> okay so elisa and i really wanted to talk conspiracy theories so we each have one park conspiracy theory and one movie conspiracy theory and really these are just like for the park ones i mine's more like a like a the myth versus legend like not really anything like okay. crazy but i think elisa dived in a little bit more we didn't tell each other what our <laughs> our so were but uh and then our movie ones is just like threading different movies Mm-hmm. in the disney universe together that to see how they like we know that disney likes to put little easter eggs of different movies into the movies and see like the mm-hmm. bigger picture of how they play together so we yes. we had a lot of fun she sent me one last week and, about it and i was like i was just thinking we should do conspiracy theory so it worked out. we were on yeah, the same wavelength it worked out great <laughs> it worked out great yeah so okay what do you do you want me to share my park conspiracy first and then you can do your park conspiracy theory? I say we do the movies first because my park one is gonna be a little lengthy, just a titch mm-hmm. lengthy. So why okay. don't we do the movies? You go first, I'll go second. Actually, because I know your movie one, can you go first? Because mine yeah. ties into yours, actually. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. So the other week I sent Hannah this reel that a gentleman made comparing mother gothel and the evil queen from snow white so if you think back to snow white when the evil queen dies we never see her body right just like thrown from the cliff yeah just thrown from the cliff same with kind of like with mother gothel so this guy did a deep dive and apparently it's a thing a lot of people think that mother gothel is the evil queen Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. And then let me kind of just go into like what this gentleman said. And it's not just him, but it was just the reel that I saw. And then there's a bunch of stuff online you can dive into. But um, a couple of similarities. So uh, Evil Queen and Mother Gothel, so Snow White and Tangled, their movies both take place in Germany. And it's they're saying that Tangled is like a little south of where Snow White that area would have been mm-hmm. location wise okay so there's that like you know she's traveling on foot this could happen um i guess like their clothing when she when mother gothel is uh old looking and you know not her beautiful motherly gothel self the similarities look just like the evil queen when the evil queen turns into the you know haggard old hag. witch mm-hmm. So uh, visualize that in your head. So I'm seeing this and I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. And then this guy went even further and he was showing in Tangled, um, there's like a hidden poison apple picture. And what else was on there? Do you remember? No, I just remember the, there's a hidden apple in the tower that's painted on one of the banisters. Yes. And so people were like, trying like they were going through the movies and like looking for easter eggs but they both have the arched eyebrows and like the crooked nose and the bony hands and the hunch posture when old and i feel like disney 
kind of did this on purpose. Like they don't typically have the same looking characters. So this was, you know, and to us, you're watching it. You don't really, it, that never dawned on me at all. Mm -mm. I will say the only thing that made me hesitant and I almost need to like watch Tangled again to see where that picture of the apple is, is because Rapunzel is the one that paints most of everything in the tower. Right. So is it like, she heard sto- like it was that one of the scary stories that mother gothel told her to keep her in the tower yeah like, that was her own story yeah so it was rapunzel just painting those stories on the wall or was that actually like something that came with the tower i have so many questions uh, i don't know so go watch the movies again let us know what you think i thought that there this was such a good connection to what's that called when fans try to make connections with other it's movies. like in the canon it's in the same universe i don't yeah. know yeah yeah the yeah. canon when we discovered that term together yeah. on this podcast <laughs> well, yeah so the little so i was researching like different movie conspiracies to find mine and there was one that i wanted to just say because i knew you were doing a tangled one because we all know that like frozen and tangled is connected because we mm-hmm. see in the beginning that uh rapunzel with Flynn Rider go to the coronation for Elsa but there's also this really small theme that does not or sorry small theory that doesn't have a lot backing up but people have a theory that Han's brothers are the Stabbington brothers from what's that the Stabbington brothers are the ones that are stealing the crown with Flynn Rider at (gasps) the beginning of the movie oh yeah because both Han's and the Stabbington brothers are searching for the crown they both have the same hair color and the same uh sideburns But I couldn't find anything else that backs that up because Hans also comes from like a royal bloodline and there's 10 brothers. But like, what if? I mean, yeah. So not. Yeah, that. Oh, my gosh, that's cool. Yeah, that's a cool one. Envisioning this now. Yes. So (laughs) that would be really cool. They're all woven together. But my my I'm so Elisa did a really good park one. I don't know what it is, but it sounds really good. And I did a really good movie one. Like I really got into this one. So. I'm going to set the scene. Okay. Ratatouille. All right. In the very beginning of the movie, we see Remy, the rat, is hanging out at this old lady's house in the countryside, right? Okay. So jump to the end of the movie. The critic, his name's Anton Ego, the one that is like, makes or breaks her restaurant. So the reason why Remy chose to do the Ratatouille was because that was what he learned from the old lady not that the old lady like taught him because she tried to kill him but like that's what she always made so the reason why anton ego loved the ratatouille so much is because it took him right back to his mother's house and you see in the flashback that it's the same house it's the same kind of house out in the country and if you look at screenshots from the beginning of the movie when remy was still living like scavenging in that old woman's house and then a screenshot of when Anton Ego the critic was like eating his mom's ratatouille in that house it's there's the same chair with the same design on it oh my gosh yeah the same exact mantle so the reason why that touched him so much was because Remy literally made the exact same ratatouille and are you thinking that Remy knew Yes, and that's what the theory is, is that Remy knew that that was going to touch. But I think it was just, like, a coincidence. That, like, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that was this. And the the elderly lady had the same color eyes as the mom in the flashback. And, yeah, so I was, like, I was, like, that's such, like, cute. That is little... adorable. 
Yeah, so it doesn't really, like, weave into any of the other movies, but I love that it, like, makes a connection within the storyline that's not obvious. Like, you really have to dive into. Okay, I need to pay closer attention next time I watch it. It's such a cute movie. Mm -hmm. And very similar, like, similar what what, like features from the elderly lady to the critic but I think it throws people off because when you're in the flashback you're watching his mom from like his eyes so when he is a kid so he's looking up at his mom where when you are seeing the elderly lady in the very beginning of the movie it's almost like the camera is pointed down at her to make her seem like a lot smaller okay so you like at first I was like no they're they're two totally different heights but also like you shrink when you get old so sorry it sucks yeah. but I think it makes the most sense like it, like the chairs match the mantle matches the house matches that's so cute I was like that's such a cute little detail to like tie Anton yeah. Ego into Remy like they both grew up yeah with the same ratatouille yeah that is so cute oh my gosh I've never noticed that and I've never seen anyone write about that so that's really cool yeah I thought that was really cool I love that how cute okay do you want me to do my park one first to or yeah so that you, we can end on yours yeah okay, my my park one's really small okay so there's a theory that the Cinderella castle can be dismantled and moved what do you mean so people think that you can tear down Cinderella's castle the one that's at Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World, so that it can be preserved and kept safe because of all the bad weather down in Florida. Ooh. Yes. So they think it's like for times of emergency when a huge hurricane or a storm hits that they can save the castle and that it can be kept safe because it was one of the last projects that Walt Disney worked on, even though he passed away before the park opened. Yeah. And, but... I don't know, because then I started looking up, like, okay, like, what is this (laughs) castle, like, made out of? And, like, what keeps it standing upright? Because we've never seen it dismantled during a hurricane. It's made with 600 tons of steels with concrete walls and can hold against 125-mile-per-hour winds. So I don't think this is true. (laughs) Well, and isn't there a restaurant inside? Yes, there is. But maybe they're talking about, like, the outside of it. Maybe just the 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 pyre the spires. What are they called? Like, like the top parts. Yeah, or like, not like the actual structure, but maybe the outside of it. Uh, you've lost me. Like, think of like it as like a jacket going over <laughs> something. Like, maybe that's what they think they can preserve, like the outside of the castle. Does that make sense? Like, like think the of like shell a, of it, like. Yeah, like, if it were, you know, made with, all, obviously, like, steel and all that, but, like, the outside of it, it could take off. So they're preserving the exterior, not the foundation. You just made this conspiracy theory more of a conspiracy theory. I think it might be true. No, <laughs> this is actually... I think it, I see why it, it could be. It's not like, oh, the world is flat. No, like no. this could actually <laughs> be, it could just be the exterior that they can preserve. Maybe. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it. But there's a lot of people that are like, nope, that's how it was designed so that you can, you can tear down the castle and keep <gasps> it safe. That's so interesting. Yeah. 
So that's my little tiny park one. And now <laughs> I want to hear your big giant park one. Okay. This this had my wheels spinning prior to you telling me that this was our episode today. So it really guess perfectly. Yeah. Can I guess? Yeah. Is it something about Walt Disney's head? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, I'll share that the next conspiracy theory episode. <laughs> Wait. You can this out. But is it that his body is frozen? Yeah, that's part of it. Okay, go, go, go. Yay. <laughs> that is not mine. Oh, no. <laughs> that is not mine. Oh, no. But Holly told me about that. So it's funny. But it, it can't be true. Right? No. Okay. That's I true. don't know. Stranger things have happened. Okay. Probably. So you actually sparked this investigation of mine Ooh. when you posted I think it was a video of the treehouse mm-hmm. at Disneyland there's like little things in there that you showed one of them was like uh, Disney's secret society of explorers <gasps> and adventures did you dig into that I did oh my gosh yes okay so, if you are like me and have never heard of Disney's Secret Society of Explorers and Adventures, I've got you covered. Because if you have not heard about Disney's Secret Society of Explorers and Adventures, you are not alone. Because I hadn't either. And Hannah posted something about it. Like, there's a little nod to it in the treehouse, right? That's where mm-hmm. you Okay. So, it got me thinking prior to this, you know episode but then when we were talking when you're like we're gonna do parks conspiracy my mind immediately went to this because I had no clue what this was right oh my gosh I love this so much so a little background mind you I'm getting all my information from allears.net so you can thank these amazing people who blogged about this because it's where I'm getting all my information from and I like checked it it's like you know they it's it's cute and it's silly so Disney's secret society of explorers and adventures is acronymed C-S-E-A, okay? Mm-hmm. It's a fictional organization, or is it? <laughs> and this, but just, you're going to freak out about how in-depth this all is. So this organization can be linked to attractions throughout Disney resorts worldwide. Ooh. Worldwide, okay? So here's like a little thing. The organization consists of researchers, scientists, explorers, adventurers, and the list goes on. Okay, this group is dedicated to the continued exploration of the world. Okay, it's super cute. Oh, I'm just so excited. (laughs) Some of the members in, I didn't know any of the members, but apparently like they are known. So some of the members are... Notable ones of the C members. The first one is Harrison Hightower III. So Harrison Hightower III is a builder of the Hotel Hightower, better known as the Tower of Terror at Tokyo Disney Sea. Oh, and they're 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 fictional characters, you guys. Um, he may or may not have stolen this idol, and it like turns out he did. Um, so it's he's one of like the he like disappears apparently leaving the idol to terrorize guests of hotel hightower so he's one of them and then the other member of c is lord henry mystic and he is lord henry of mystic manor that's hong kong's disneyland's version of the haunted mansion yes so he's got the little monkey okay 
And then the other member is Barnabas T. Bullion and Jason Chandler. Chandler. So Bullion led the Big Thunder Mining Company in Big Thunder Mountain. And then, like, his anger, he angered the spirit of Big Thunder, which used to, like, cause natural disasters and uh, accidents to occur. This is, like, the ride, okay? And then (laughs) he was also obsessed with gold. And uh, he used Chandler, the other guy, to obtain the resources needed to work against, like, the spirits. Um, So that's, like, kind of, like, the Big Thunder guy, okay? Then we have Dr. Albert Falls. He's another member of this secret society. He's the uh, founder of the Jungle Navigation Company, a.k.a. Jungle Cruise. (laughs) I'm just, like, geeking out over this. This is so cool. I know. So he, in the storyline, he goes missing in 1982, and then his granddaughter, Alberta Falls, then takes over the company. And then we have Mary Oceaneer. And if you've sailed any of the Disney Cruise Lines, you may know her. Um, she was a sea captain and treasure hunter. Again, these are all fictional characters. Um, <laughs> Oceaneer Labs on several Disney ships are modeled after her ship, the RV Oceaneer Lab. Ooh. Um, let's see. And her and the story- club, the kids, one of the kids clubs on the Disneyland cruise ships is called the Oceaneer Club. Yes, yes. Okay, so her... Um, her ship like crashes her story in her storyline that the ms salty five i don't know roman numerals that well yeah five, no six <laughs> six is it, the, six no that's four that's four four, four yes because if it's in front of the v subtract okay it's yes. all coming back to me so the ms salty four ship crashes bringing her bringing us misadventure falls at typhoon lagoon Okay. okay, so you can find some of her treasures there. And then we have Jock Lindsay, and we're talking about the same Jock Lindsay who was hired by Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, and you already might be familiar with his headquarters or bar. You can find Jock Lindsay's hangar bar in Disney Springs. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Oh, it keeps going. <laughs> then we have Camila uh, Falco. She inherited the museum of fantastic flight from her parents and became the first woman in C. and she ha- oh she was a hot air balloon traveler who was always interested in finding new ways for humans to fly and she does appear in soaring fantastic flight at tokyo disney sea hmm. i know so in nods to the secret explore adventure society um at disneyland resort at big thunder you can catch a glimpse of bullion through the windows of the panhandle hotel in rainbow bridge okay and then over at big thunder trail an abandoned stagecoach can also be found carrying cargo that was being sent to jason chandler so if you're um oh yeah yeah yeah. like when you're walking into galaxy's edge Mm -hmm. on the right hand side and then jungle cruise has some See crates in the queue, which also have reference to Lord Henry Mystic and then Henry Hightower III. So keep your eye out for those. And then Tropical Hideaway has a display of canoe paddles with some names of the sea members. Oh. <laughs> yes. And then at Bengal Barbecue, um, it says they once had an outpost. Oh, okay. Hold on. Uh, oh, they're supposedly their club portrait is hanging up on the wall in Bang- Bengal Barbecue. Oh, yeah, and then you can also find um, Albert featured in another picture in there. So I'll have to 
need to check that out too. And then at Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar, um, they have a ton of C member references, including Harrison Hightower III and Dr. Albert Falls. So be sure to look around for more mentions. Oh, at Disney World's Big Thunder Mountain, you can find more references to Bullion and Chandler via letters left in the queue. So if you're in the line queue, look for like letters. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. This is like National Treasure Disney's version. Yes. yes. <laughs> and then they also, so the Disney World also has the crates with the, and it says like one of the crates has like a big S. And at the top curve, there's an E, and underneath the bottom curve is an A. So it's like the logo oh, on the yeah. crates at Jungle Cruise, too. Um, and then at Epcot's UK Pavilion, the Kid Cot Station is themed after the Library of the Royal Adventure Society. And it features C, the like DC handbook. What? Yes. And then, of course, um, they, we already talked about Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. That's over at the... Um, I think that's in Disney Springs, right? Yeah, that's the one in Disney Springs. Okay, and then Miss Adventure Falls. We already talked about the, her, like, ship. Like, there's, yes. like, a picture of her, too. So, this is beyond just, like, a little thing in the... And this was written prior to the uh, opening of the uh, Treehouse. Yes. You can also find references there. This is, like, like a hidden Mickey, like... For those of us who like pretty much know where all the hidden Mickeys are, this is something else we can kind of dive into. And I thought it was just like a little conspiracy where like there was something here and something there, but it goes so much deeper and I had no clue. Yeah. Isn't that so cool? Cause I brought it up that there was a team at the gumball rally called the junior C and you're like, what's that? And I was yes. like, it's like a secret society from like the jungle cruise. And you're like, I'm sorry, yeah. what? And I yeah. was like, I don't know. I don't but know. But it's like more than that. Like it, it, it goes so much deeper and it's across all of the resorts. Like, I don't know if this article has all of them. So if you guys, if this is not news to you and you have more little like, you know, C as we call it now, <laughs> we, yeah, now, <laughs> um, <laughs> if you have any C sightings or anything that you've noticed, let us know. Like, this is like my new favorite thing. You know what? We could totally come up with like a a sea like scavenger hunt for the parks. That'd be so cool. I know. It's so neat. And just like how it all kind of ties into all the parks and then like cross ties. Like in you know, like it's like in, in multiple places. So I think I don't know. I just was I don't know. I love this. Like I'm here for this. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> I wanna like do more research. I wanna do more research now. Yeah. Let me know what you find. That was really fun for me. Thank you. You're I really, welcome. <laughs> I really love that. Like, it's like, like the whole premise of the podcast is like learning Disney. Like, this is like a, a whole other like part of it that I just really didn't really know anything yeah, about. So me awesome. neither. And the article that I pulled from was, it's like a couple years old. So I don't know if like, there are more things out there now. Because there have been refurbishments and like new things at you know obviously across all the Disney resorts but yeah so if you uh if you guys know any more let us know because I think it's fun oh my gosh that's so fun yeah thank you I love that one you're welcome Hannah Hood (laughs) you are welcome that was awesome (laughs) 
because wow. when you mentioned like a secret society, I was like, oh, like Illuminati, like, <laughs> like that. Are we going that deep? Are we going that deep here? But no, this is a cute something cute that the family can kind of just you know be on a hunt for little thing. This could totally be Disney's next movie. Oh my gosh, how cool would that be? That'd be so awesome. Or a mini series on Disney Plus. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Like, because they could totally spin it from, like, the jungle, have the jungle cruise in, like, Haunted Mansion be in the same universe. and it's, With like, the Big the... Thunder. Yeah. They need to do a Big Thunder movie, though. Oh, my gosh, they do. Like, we need, we have not had a good Western in a while. Yeah. And, like, people don't realize that Big Thunder is supposed to be, like, a haunted train ride. Yeah. It, like you really have to know the ride, like know some of the history of the Disney parks to realize that's supposed to be like yeah. scary. And all the crazy things that happen is because Bullion was trying to, you know, take some stuff and the the spirits of the land were like, no, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not today. No, sorry. Yeah. Not today, Satan. Not today. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't even know how to end the episode. With a review. That's, yeah, well, yeah, but like that was so cool. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I was like, she might be doing this one also. But when you said yours was not like a long one, I was like, oh no, 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 because if <laughs> if she looked this up, she would have like dove way deeper. But there, that's another kind of trippy thing is there's not a lot of detail on this, but enough to get like a good background. So again, enough enough yeah. to get you wanting more to be like, no, there's got to be more. And Hannah and I will be the ones to deliver it to you. Yes, we will. Yeah. Ooh, oh, that was so awesome. Yeah. That was so cool. What review do we have today? I'm so excited. The review we have today comes from The Feminist Princess, which is Erica. Erica. And Love this was her. in April of 2023. We're catching up. And yeah. it's titled, like, Hang Out With Your Disney Best Friends. And Erica says, Hannah and Lisa, listening to this podcast is like hanging with two Disney besties every week. I appreciate Hannah's research and content creation, and I'm always here for Elisa's local Disney expertise and snack suggestions. <laughs> I'm here for that, you guys. <laughs> oh, thank you, Erica. We love you. Oh, we love Erica. Sweet review. That is so nice. We love her. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we hope you all enjoyed that conspiracy theory episode i think that's probably one of my favorite ones so far all thanks to lisa yeah you're welcome see i bring more than just the food reviews you guys i know look I at you cool. i brought something cool to the table this week you brought something way cooler yeah. to the table than i did uh, yours i i loved both of yours yours were really oh, good. thanks thanks friend all right yeah, you're welcome well, thanks thanks everyone for listening and don't forget to follow us on instagram you can follow lisa at Ashley Ever After Co. And you can follow me at Hannah Learning the Magic. And don't forget to rate and review our podcast both on Spotify and Apple. Mm-hmm. And thanks. What yeah. I, how do I how do I end this? Um, thanks for listening. And we hope you have a great week. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get this one day. One I day promise. It will happen. One day. It will happen one day. One day.